The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's time for another hour of your favorite sports gambling show. What is this going to be? Moneyline. With the two best hosts to ever do it. I love my contract. Love my teammates. Uh, Donnie Wrightside. Do what the Sixers did, Charlotte. Just just win seven games a year for four years. Eventually, you'll find somebody, and you'll be on the upswing again if it works out in your favor. And Kevin Walsh. Some say how crazy talented the NBA is right now. I'm not even oh. trying to get into a debate. He's not even the most talented offensive big man in the NBA right now, in my honest opinion. On the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. All right, I guess we're ready to go here. Live, locked, and loaded on a Friday afternoon. No better place to be than right here, right now. You people know this. We got an exciting, action-packed Friday slate in the NBA. A massive card for Saturday afternoon college basketball. And also, a lot of hot topics mixed in. It's Money Line. It's the best hour of your day right here on a Friday afternoon. Phone lines, as you guys know, always open. Always ready to take your calls. 844 844- 843-6879. Where do we start today? Where do we start? How about with the NFL? It's a good place to start. Typically on Fridays, we call it on the network football Friday. But I gotta be honest, we're a little bit outside of football season now, right? Not a ton of hot topics rolling around. But this one is interesting. Why? The NFL salary cap rises. 30 million to a record $255.4 million. Now, the reason why this is good for the NFL is obviously it's a healthy product. The player is going to get paid more money. If your team was in salary cap purgatory, you probably just got helped out. Now, there were a lot of teams already that were in the fold that we were saying to ourselves, well, they got a lot of money to spend this offseason. Now they have even more. But I know, just like you know, What gets people upset all the time? You are going to see absolutely outrageous contracts start to come down the line. Do you remember when the NBA salary cap just went absolutely nuclear a couple years ago and your average bum was getting $10 million per year and superstar players now making over $300 million in compensation on one contract extension of like five years? The money is crazy, and sometimes we still don't get used to it yet. You are going to see players that you feel are decent making unbelievable Absolute ridiculous money now. You're talking about guys like, and we're talking like the Cincinnati Bengals. And granted, the, the, the cap number goes up because NFL teams make more money. And that's just the way the structure is. If we expect more revenue, you have to split that with the players. And owners understand that. So, in effect, they're making more money so they can afford to pay more money. I get that. But when you talk about some franchises like Jamar Chase coming up for a contract extension with the Cincinnati Bengals, right? You're talking about Justin Jefferson, wide receiver of the Minnesota Vikings. He's ready for his contract extension here. You are going to see numbers we've never seen before, like blowing it out of the ballpark. But usually with the high-priced guys, you sort of expect it, right? Like, yeah, $500 million contract for, you know, Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes. You get that. But we are going to get wide receivers out here making absolute outrageous bank. You know who else is up for a... 
contract extension, Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver Devontae Smith. He's going to get paid so much more than A.J. Brown that A.J. Brown might just sit this one out this year, Kevin. Like the salary cap going up in the NFL, good for business, but the depth perception of the public when they get a hold of these numbers, it's going to blow their mind. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of always the case, though, right, when uh-huh. it comes to these. Oh, I can't believe blank, blank makes blank, blank, blank. But, yes. like, it's it's percentages and it's earned. So, I, I don't know. It kind of – it is what it is. I do think it is funny that A.J. Brown is going to end up holding out yes. when they inevitably try to pay to Devonta Smith. Like, that's going to be pretty <laughs> – that's going to be pretty good. Yeah, so just about everybody now should be flush with cap space. And it was those teams like, let's just say, the Chicago Bears, like coming into the season. We got a lot of money to spend. They have so much money to spend that they're going to pay, like overpay for like your random linebacker and just set the league like on fire. It'll be interesting to watch it play out, but kudos to the teams that have a lot of money. But it looks like most teams now are going to get some breathing room here. Yesterday, big night in the NBA. They got back in style last night. And then as style goes in the NBA, Kevin, what do they do? Hey, look, you guys had a long break. Why don't you all get back to work again tonight? Which, again, gives us a very good card, but just about every team, it feels like, is riding a back-to-back tonight. It is odd that this is how the NBA went for it, but the only thing is, like, they could have avoided, Donnie, multiple back uh, back-to-back advantages, right? Like mm-hmm. the fact that the Hawks are seven and a half point favorite against the traveling Toronto Raptors. Like, how did we end up in that schedule spot immediately? Like, certainly we could have avoided something like that. But sure. look, nevertheless, we've got a ton of games. So even if some are impacted by setouts, it'll be all good. Yeah, Kevin Ollie, by the way, big performance last night on the bench there for the Nets, providing his expertise, and they get oh, hammered sure. yesterday. Amazing. So, yes, you're right. Toronto goes from the 6 all the way down to ATL tonight. We'll see how they perform. LeBron James, do you want to start your second half of the season after throwing in the towel? But by the way, if we're going to make educated decisions, they made a good one. They said, you know what, the Warriors got this game. The one game we can't lose That's when we go home and play the San Antonio Spurs. So LeBron should be back in this game tonight. They should win that. So therefore, they actually made the right decision if you're going to sit a player or two on back-to-backs here. But they're in full control. They should win by double digits tonight. But I'm interested to see, is LeBron James going to sit this one out here, K-Dub? How about that? Yeah, I mean, he hasn't really played back-to-backs this year. So, you know, if that was a part of the decision, like you said, they— they made the right well mm-hmm. but did they though right donnie because if lebron plays against the warriors they have a chance to win and the lakers should be able to beat the spurs with ad by himself at home true you know what i mean spurs are on the second leg of a back to back themselves so you know it's interesting going 500 is not good enough for the lakers and that's kind of you know to your point what they opted for there's they were up against it against the warriors and there's no way they should lose tonight to san antonio uh, i i guess time will tell it's interesting that ad doesn't get off on these back to backs anymore though and he's he's always out there no more street clothes, AD, man. Need them every single game. They got hammered last night. And by the way, the funny thing is, is you know, sometimes you try to get a look and say, okay, new environments for new players, which means Clay Thompson comes off the bench. Like, psh, looks like he found a fountain of youth, man. You put that guy one game on the bench, and he comes off and just absolutely stroking threes all over the place as their best player. And they're like, you know what? He should be rested and ready coming off the bench. 28 minutes, one shot made yesterday, which was pretty impressive out of Clay Thompson. And they still won that game handily moving forward. A lot of other games last night, the Philadelphia 76ers got beat down by the New York Knicks, but actually went 2-0 in that game. Little Tyrese Maxey over 26.5. Little Buddy Heald over 4.5 assists, which again, I didn't take a look yet, but the Sixers play again tonight against Cleveland. You slap me with under 4.5 on Buddy Heald. We are rolling right through that. Maybe the easiest money, K-Dub, in basketball is Buddy Heald the assist man. Which was funny, though. He ended up missing out by the hook on the points plus ah, I remember assist, saying that. Huh? Uh, in that game, which I thought was kind of funny. I ultimately just bet the over in the game, uh, which had no chance when you get a fourth quarter that low scoring. And an, ab- an absolute layup last night on the FanDuel odds boost. Give us more of those easy ones, people. We'll be right back. And no, it's not a football Friday. It's Moneyline right here on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Back in the house here on a Friday. Talking a lot of hot topics right on Moneyline. It's Donnie. It's Kevin. Your phone calls. If you want to call in, you got hot plays for this weekend. Massive card on Saturday. Some really good games to take a look at. But we're going to go over some hot topics before we start tackling the NBA action. We'll take a look at what happened last night. Forward it over to tonight. And then, of course, tomorrow with some really, really good games set up here in college basketball. Have you been following along, Kevin, at the controversy in Major League Baseball with the uniforms? Have you been taking a look at these at all? Are they bad? Is that the controversy? Mm Mm-hmm. No, not really. Go ahead, fill me in all yeah, the way. The good con, the controversy, which is pretty funny, is there's pants that the Major League Baseball players are wearing so far. Most of them are taking like you know their spring training, uh, you know, glamour shots for the season that they'll use on the scoreboards, and it looks yeah. like the pants, Kevin, are see-through. Which means when you oh, tuck your jersey in, you can see like the jersey tail in the pants pretty clear. Now, there have been some pictures going around where maybe some guys aren't wearing their full uniform, if you get me, and they are taking these pictures and maybe Photoshopped enhancements and a lot of fun going around. But this is not one of those things where people are like, ah, they're probably just joking around. Like, no, there's actually complaints in from the baseball union to Major League Baseball saying, this is ridiculous. This is like the worst quality we've ever had of (laughs) shirts, jerseys, pants, spring training gear. And one of the players even said, look, we're having such supply chain issues, I may have to go to Dick's Sporting Goods to get an extra couple pairs of pants. So when you hear this, it's like, what did we do here? Now, granted, every year you're trying to, I guess, you know, whether it's uh, analytics isn't the right word. Let's just say from a performance-based look, Mm. like, hey, how can we make the jerseys more comfortable, maybe lighter, maybe more performance-enhancing here? And it looks like Major League Baseball Nike came up with some good ideas that aren't playing out so well with the players here. So now what? I mean, are they going to – do they have enough time to fix all of the uniforms? I feel like that's not likely. I mean, like just making it so your pants aren't see-through, probably pretty easy to do. Like, hey – Oh, man, print out a couple thousand pants, send it out to the boys, and let's get going. But the one thing is, the, the initial reaction, oh, the wow. day the like pitchers and catchers showed up, was the font on the back of the jersey, like the jersey name, completely terrible. Like, it looks like it's jersey material. You know, you go to the game, like, hey, buy your kid a uh, Bryce Harper t-shirt, number three on the back says Harper. That's what it looks like here. Completely different from last year, and not a single player or person I've heard like, hey, man, the uniforms look fantastic. They look terrible. And I asked this question, why do we need the changes like this? Did anybody look at the baseball uniforms and say, you know what, man, different font will be awesome on the back of the jersey. So instead of me understanding what your name is, now I have to squint my eyes to try to check it out. Like Nobody asked for this. Man, that's not great. Um Man, that is bad, in fact. Wow. All right, there we go. Major. I mean, we talk about this, though, Donnie. Baseball basically always gets in the news for all, like, they can't help themselves. Like, once a month, once every six weeks, just the worst reasons possible. Yes. and I'm, the, So that's there, great. There were, we've had big changes in sports. Like, I remember, this is probably now 10 years ago, where Nike got the contracts in the NFL, went from, yeah, we're not having baggy uniforms anymore, we're going to be really tight, and the players liked it, and the, the uniforms looked decent, and then nobody really gave a care to that. The biggest one, though, and this is, a lo- I don't even want to say, you, you were still alive at this point, when hockey changed the sweater, going from, hey, it's nice baggy and loose to more performance cut, they even, to go through that change, Kevin, sent out the year before, 
practice uniforms that mimic the new style so they didn't just be like, hey, we're going to surprise you opening night and you're just going to be like losing your mind. They actually right. practiced in the uniforms an entire year before they went into play. Now you look at the hockey uniforms, they look fine, they look great, and the players love it here. But it was almost like Nike got real creative this year and just popped it on the guys showing up to camp and like, this is outrageous. But I do love this. The see-through pants in the pictures, if you just go on Google or go on Twitter or social media and just hit like, you know, baseball uniforms, it's pretty funny what actually pops up and thinking that like, yeah, this was a good idea. It's pretty good. Well, again, what is, did you pay attention at all to the, the thing they had yesterday? What was, what? It, was it spring training? Like, what even was yeah, the, first game. the game they were playing yesterday? Yeah, it was I mean, the no Padres coverage. and the Dodgers. Nobody the Dodgers cares. hammered the pods. Nobody cares. What was the score? Who oh, played? Scored eight runs in the first. Like, did Mookie Betts play? And Freddie Freeman? Uh, I didn't. See, I didn't really. I, I saw some highlights, but I don't know if I saw any Mookie Betts or any of those. Like it was. Right, it was done right away. They how them. do they? How do they still get this wrong, Donnie? Like the yeah. NBA preseason comes around, and be like, ah, all mm-hmm. right. Like who's playing tonight, right? NFL preseason comes around. Obviously, it's a big deal. Like like baseball has the Dodgers playing in preseason. We don't even know who's playing in it. Mookie Betts know. did play. Uh, yeah, got two right. walks, Kevin. Uh, wow. Taylor played. Who else? Outman played in that game. Barnes, Lux got an at bat. Fourteen one. Yeah, like we're going. Uh, over. Padres are gonna stink. Wow. Yeah, we're going. I mean, we're going over on everything this year. That's what it makes me feel like. Like Joe Musgrove goes out there as your ace for the Padres. Doesn't even get out of the inning. Matter of fact, even he didn't get even an out. out. Yeah, he didn't even get, get an out. Tatis is out there. Bogarts had like a couple of bats. They got this game on TV. TV? What well, this game's on? MLB Network at was one it on o'clock. TV? I think it was on TV. That game yesterday. It at was. what time? At what time? Where was I mean, this, this game? Is the, this is the Cactus League, though, Kevin. You know, this is this is Fugazi spring training. Like a, I only recognize the Grapefruit League. This is the Cactus League out west. Ah. Which did? Which why did we need that? And by the way, shout out Major League Baseball. Why are we in two mm. different states in spring training? Like, didn't they have a good thing where everybody played in the same state and you could just, like, be real close to everybody else? But then you had to have the Cactus League get underway out there in Arizona. Did we need that? Why did we need that? Where's the Grapefruit League? It's Florida. Florida's the Grapefruit Ah. League. Ah. Yeah. Wow. Would you rather call it the Orange League? I mean, that would have, I probably, eh. I mean, it would have been a bit better. Grapefruit? Yeah, it looks like, look at this, too. Only Ooh. Cactus League games today as well, Kevin. So we're not even included. Florida's not even getting involved. Once Florida get to get involved Saturday, I hope. Yeah, look. There you Do go. We have Saturday. odds on these games? Whoa. Are there odds? Um, are there odds of fans? I'm just looking. Oh, yes. There yeah, are sure is. I'm looking right at ESPN right now, and they do. I mean, Donnie, odds. what's your what's your pick? Did you cap these yeah, games? Great. Let me tell you. Let the people out there average. you're listening right now. I know we like to gamble on everything, right? Come on now. I think you have better odds. Of playing roulette with Joe Lisi than figuring out like who's actually supposed to win Royals and Rangers. I mean, I do. You just bet every dog. I mean, that feels like that. That would be a. It feels like strategy. the better strategy. Yes. I still don't understand the strategy. Unless you, man, I don't know. Like some people take, you know, spring not spring training. Excuse me. Um, preseason games in the NFL. Like, well, how do you bet them? Well, just look at the coach. Coaches. Right. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Nineteen and six. In his last 25 in the preseason, he cares about it. That's how you bet it. I guess in baseball, I don't know. Like, I can't imagine laying down like, hey, you know what? Musgrove's in the pitch today. Oh, by the way, he was only in there for three batters. Awesome. That's what I based my entire bet against. I don't know how you do it. I'm thinking you take the Padres today, big revenge angle, embarrassed in the opening game, real big bounce back spot here. How do you not like the Padres, right? Like, I don't even have listed pitchers. On ESPN for the for any of these games either. Like we're mm. just throwing, we're just throwing caution to the wind at this point. Wow. So Mookie what would Betts you go like under today. in this game? Like 15 yesterday? What would you go on just automatic under today? It's a great, it's a great like pick. Under the nine and a half. Like why is it ten and a half? And she, Don, is the wind blowing out at Wrigley? Can we get? <laughs> is that why it's ten and a half that game? You know, what, let me see. I gotta put the. Uh, I do have major. There we go. So I do have the statistics up here. Nine and a halfs. Ten and a half there in the Cubs game. Oh, I do have a starting pitcher listed. Rodriguez versus Palmquist, Kevin. Huge Arizona game. versus Colorado. Huge game. Wow. Heavy favorite here for Arizona. Donnie, can you get the weather at in Arizona? Let us know if the oh, wind's sure. blowing out. Yeah. Actually, no, let me see what we got here. So we'll go. Where is Arizona here? Okay. Click on that. Let's see if it's up on this. 
Look at this. Ready? Mm -hmm. Arizona Diamondbacks at Colorado Rockies, 310 Eastern start at Salt River Fields at Talking Stick. 73 yeah. degrees at first pitch, light wind blowing in, no precipitation. Oh. So we got it all popping here. Anders. What about the Dodgers game? What the Dodgers game, where are we at here? Uh, Camelback Ranch, wind blowing in as well there. So not a good look oh. here in the Cactus League. Not Baseball, unders. people, it is. It's officially underway. I guess it is. We'll be right back on a Friday edition of Moneyline Next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at Meta.com slash Metaverse Impact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. I mean, tomorrow is the big day, Kevin. Phillies and the Toronto uh, Blue Jays. Allard versus Tideman on the mound. 107 start tomorrow. That coming from uh, Dunedin, I believe, is where Toronto is plays. Is it true? Just south you of that, the Phillies in Clearwater. We'll do Go a ahead. live watch along for the game. We should. We really should. It's, it's official now. Like you got Whitlock versus Burns tomorrow. Key acquisition in the offseason for Baltimore. Mm. Uh, Gill or Heel? What is it? How's that pronounced for the Yankees again? G I L. Is it Heel? It's not Gill. Is it the pitcher? I, I don't know. I don't know. Olsen on the mound for Detroit. Bailey Falter. It's going to get the start for the Pittsburgh Pirates tomorrow versus Varland. And away, away we go, as I should say. By the way, I talked about it to open up the show, Kevin. You got a free one yesterday. Minus 200 in the plus 100. That was Luka Doncic and Devin yeah. Booker to combine for 55 points. Took mm -hmm. that, fired away, loved what I saw right away. Scored 76 combined points. Those are the ones like, well, Donnie, why did you like that one, the setup? I said, you know, I liked it. It went from minus 200 to plus 100. That's why I liked it and took it. That's analytics right there, Kevin. Yeah, I mean, for me, I actually was on the Luka over 31 and a half before I saw mm -hmm. the boost. But basically, once I saw that, Donnie, I obviously had to then be on the boost. Yeah. Um, so that was great. And it was pretty sweat free. I think they both. I think that was a, a winner before the fourth quarter even started. Yeah, it was uh, that yeah. odds boost. So yeah, yeah that was really nice. Good first quarter, good by the half. You're on pace. Third quarter, they jumped it in. It was nice. So it was never like you were never saying, you know what? I might have to wait till the final couple minutes. It, that pace mm -hmm. was just great the entire way through. Cash that one easy. Bing. Yeah, those are the ones Wor I like to see. Worked uh, worked out perfectly there. So uh, we'll see if they pop anything up. Unless have they already popped up for tonight? I don't think so. You figure, what would they figure? They gave away an easy one last night. They don't want to pop one up today, probably. So right. We'll see if it kicks in. But a good NBA slate tonight, but also yesterday. You know, the, the outcomes were interesting because the Dallas Mavericks, with obviously Luke and Kyrie getting nuts last night, mm -hmm. I believe between them, I think the statistic was uh, either scored or assisted on 100 points between those Whew. two, which was pretty impressive. Like, they, that's yeah. what Oklahoma, or excuse me, that's what the Dallas Mavericks are. But that's a big win. And still the same thing. I'm never going to get a resolution on the Phoenix Suns and have to fly blind, I guess, into the playoffs. Because, again, I see the numbers coming up. Hey, Bradley Beal tonight uh, looks like he's going to sit that one out. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm just resigned to the fact that it almost feels like what we used to talk about with the Clippers. Don't bet the Suns. Don't bet the Suns because you know right. Hey, you know what? Suns are playing good basketball. Damn right. Round number one, best big three, ain't going to be there. It's just the way it's going to be, right? Just the way it has to be. 
Uh, I mean, look, I think that's they are very similar to the Clippers uh, in, in that way. Um, I think the thing with Phoenix right now is the fact that Bradley Beal is missing time and, and has quite frankly missed a lot of time this year. That's been more of a conversation than I think it has been with the Clippers. People are, are you know, doing this thing, man. Oh, let me tell you, this is the year the Clippers stay healthy. They're going to do It's like, all right, well, that year doesn't exist where the Clippers stay healthy. It hasn't existed ever. Literally, like, uh, other than the bubble when they got embarrassed by the Denver Nuggets and blew that 3-1 lead. So, uh, I mean, with Phoenix, though, again, like Donnie losing. Dallas was playing great basketball. That was, they were in that basketball game the whole way. There's nothing wrong with that loss last night. I, I took an updated win total over, actually, but believe it or not, on the Phoenix Suns. And I, I had you no know, frustration. I mean, obviously, I, I want them to win the game, but that was hardly a bad loss. Now, you got to go out there and get this one in Houston, right? This is a game they should win, and I, I think they will, ultimately. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, do, do you think it's panic button? If you're holding a Phoenix Suns future... Like you had to know that the regular season had the potential to be a bit of a roller coaster due to health. Yeah, but I, I was, I, I didn't know we would be a roller coaster though, because again, the NBA is notorious now for you know having maintenance days. So it's like, okay, big three is going to play, and then we're just going to rotate it through. I don't have any issues with that. It just feels like I never, even though it's not true, they have played multiple games together. But it's like, all right, sprint to the finish, post All Star break, let's go. Oh, by the way, Bradley's not ready yet, and we're taking losses. Like I just hope this resolution would have been like, okay, they're either really good or they're just going to be injured. And it's like, okay, well, sometimes they're really good, but most of the time they're going to be injured here. Like, I don't know what to expect once the playoff gets here. We're always under the notion that these veteran-laden superstar teams, the goal is not the regular season. It's, all right, game one of the playoffs, are all of your guys rested and healthy? Like, that should be the most important thing, but it just feels like I don't think I'm going to get there. If I do, it's like, hey, we got one game in the playoffs, Kevin, with these guys healthy at this point, and that's a nice win yesterday by the Mavericks over the Suns, which sort of equates to the next one also. There's a big game tonight we're going to get to in just a moment, and that is the Milwaukee Bucks opening the second half against the Minnesota Timberwolves. You sort of had a monster game last night, and also one of those, let me see what happens. Because for me, again, the veteran teams locking in now for the playoff run, which I thought was going to be fun to watch right out of the gate. You get the Clippers, you get OKC. OKC, clearly the better team, full gas on both sides, OKC won. Loved to see that because it means that maybe this team is for real. Because I'll tell you right now, the referendum, Kevin, we open up this this unofficial start to the second half of the season, and the Clips go in there and win by double digits over OKC. What's the talking point? Yep. When teams really want to win, OKC is going to fade. I love to see that. So my question to you tonight is, what are we getting here out of the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Milwaukee Bucks? Awesome game to try to figure out. Yeah, it, it should be a fun one. I'm on Milwaukee's updated win total, Donnie. It was them and Phoenix mm-hmm. are the two that I bet. So I think that's going to leave me on the sideline as far as a lot of the sides go in Milwaukee Bucks games. But it, this isn't necessarily one that Milwaukee needs. I mean, it's a tough spot, Donnie. They're playing a team with a top five record in basketball on the road. But it's one that if Milwaukee gets, I think it's a real. I think you can overreact to a Milwaukee win here. I really believe that. You know, and, it, and it's, it's not doomsday if Minnesota doesn't grab this one. You know, I'm interested to see what we get out of Anthony Edwards and, and Carl Anthony Towns, both coming off of the All-Star game. But I, if I was betting the game, I would take a, a, the, the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm going to look for Giannis, though, tonight on that 27.5 points prop uh, and probably look to play that towards the over. Uh, this morning, I took a correlated parlay, Kevin, over two and a half, three point shots made in 24 and a half points. Dame Dash. Fresh off a big weekend here, continues to fire away. I also took the four and a half points with Milwaukee. And I said, you know what? I'm believing what Giannis had to say over the break. Just want to get back to work. We're a good basketball team. Second half or second half of this, you know, sort of season here that we have. It's an unofficial start of of, of the second half after the all-star break. I want to believe in them tonight. It's a big game both ways because I do think if you are Minnesota, holding serve is very important against a quality team. But also, this is a big game here for Milwaukee because they get beat tonight, and then we just start piling on. It feels like, ah, Doc, three and eight now, had the break, still doesn't matter. Maybe his team's still in Cabo, as he likes to say. So I'm interested in watching this game, but I do think Milwaukee should be able to play this close, if not win. 
But uh, but Donnie, like if they lose, like losing at Minnesota is not a bad look for any team. I think it's interesting that that's the kind of pressure they've they've put. No, it's not a bad like they've put a level of pressure on it. They'll be scrutinized after every game they lose. But this isn't a referendum game. Now, if they lose by twenty, it'll be an awful look, right? But they lose a competitive basketball game. It's a tough spot they're in. Yeah, but I just think the pressure with Doc Rivers. Like if they never change the coach. There's no pressure at all. But the fact that you got hammered by a terrible Memphis team before the break and Doc's out there like, well, not my fault. What do you want me to do about it? And then you come back after the break and get beat again. I would love to see it. But then again, I wouldn't because I do think Minnesota is the right side at four and a half. And if they do win, there's probably going to be some solid efforts out of their vets, which includes Damon Lillard, who I think can hit that 24 and a half points and make a couple three-point shots here as a correlation. I believe it's like plus 129 this morning on that. Mm. But that's the way I'm going. Like I, I, I like the matchup. I like the setup tonight in that basketball game. Now, other games across the NBA slate tonight, which are catching the attention here, or for at least me, we, you talked about it there, the Philadelphia 76ers, right? They're just a, a nightmare without Joel Embiid. And I actually like them to win the game against the Knicks yesterday. I didn't bet it, but, you know, you go over every game, like, what do you think? I think the Sixers be able to hold serve at home. You know, the Knicks still without their two of their three big guns on offense. I thought they would have to be rested and ready. They got pummeled from the beginning of that game. The only thing that worked out for me is Maxi over 26 and a half and Buddy Heald over four and a half assists. That came in. But I actually think the Sixers get slapped tonight by the Cavaliers. You got Donovan Mitchell coming back tonight. The Sixers aren't getting rescued. I just think it's a Cavs night tonight. Well, Donovan Mitchell's questionable, so I think that's big. I think that's really important. Yeah, he's got, well, he's got to play. Like, that's my handicap based on it. Of 100%. Uh, 100%. But I think the line, like, if, Don, if that line gets up to 6.5 because of Donovan Mitchell's confirmed in, then, uh, you know, we're going to have to see. But I was telling you during the break, the, the last time the Sixers won a home game was when Embiid scored 70 against the San Antonio Spurs. January 22nd. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if that was the last time Embiid played a home game, but it was one of the, the final times that he did uh, prior to the injury, if not the last time Embiid played a home game. So, you know, it is kind of funny. The, the injury that is obviously going to stop Embiid from winning the MVP award uh, has, you know, proven that he really is the most valuable player in the league this season with uh, the way the Sixers look in his absence right now. By the way, there are some crazy lines tonight, too. Washington Wizards, who got beat up yesterday by the Denver Nuggets in Denver mm-hmm. by 20. OKC, again, they're on a back-to-back, too. 16 and a half in that game as it lines up also. One game I did take, another flyer, and it looks like the line continues to drop. I got 13. I took the Charlotte Hornets tonight against the Golden State Warriors at 13, getting 13 points, 229. Both of those teams did play last night. Warriors won easily. Also, Charlotte had a very good effort last night as well. So I took took them getting the 13 tonight, but also, again, Lakers late night, 10:40 start, minus 10 against the Spurs in a 240 and a half. So we're getting some big juice numbers right out of the gate, even in games that both teams are on back-to-backs. Yeah, that, I, I think they're kind of treating those as, as even, right, Donnie, I, I would say, um, when when those teams are kind of in that split spot. Hornets with a double-digit uh, upset last night of the Utah Jazz, so uh, we'll see what they have for Utah on that 13. How about that big NBA slate? Let's start tipping off to that NCAA card tomorrow because it is fantastic. And there's a big game in Waco, Texas at noon, right off the jump tomorrow. It's a Friday afternoon. Spend it with us right here on the Sports Grid Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at Meta.com slash Metaverse Impact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. 
Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Um. Everybody is about to get paid here in the NFL as the salary cap rises about $31 million next year. We'll see how some of these teams spend their money re-upping their players, but it doesn't look like we're going to have too many cap casualties across the board here. So that will be figured out along with what those massive numbers, as I saw now, for the um, uh, franchise tags, Kevin, that are now going to come out. Because we're actually in franchise tag mode. Started a couple days ago. Nobody's really signing anybody to franchise tags because what's the rush at this point? But those numbers are going up as well. I believe the quarterback position, Kevin, now into the 40s as the uh, mm. franchise tag. So you want to tag your quarterback as a little look-see? Go ahead and do Daniel it here. It costs you about 40 mil. Yep, Daniel Jones is the poster child for that one. Can't wait till the Giants run out Daniel Jones game one, right? Isn't that the plan next year? See <laughs> There's what they no can way do, their fans are looking for a year. forward to that, right? Like, they got to be furious. That's funny. You're right about that. Like, when you talk about, like, fans always are usually optimistic for the next year. Like, I couldn't think of a more disastrous situation when Danny Dimes got hurt this year, and you're going, like, he's coming back next year. We got nothing out of him this year, and he's injured, so we don't expect anything next year, but he has to be our quarterback. Yeah, that's a tough scene for the New York Giants next year. Like, you can't even get excited about, hey, restarting with a new, brand-new quarterback who's young that we drafted. Nah, it's going to be Danny Dimes again next year. Enjoy it. Enjoy it to the fullest. Tough look. Tough look. It is tough. great. Brian Dable, that's your guy, though. Love him. Okay, okay. Look, thank God, man. Look, you know what? I don't want to see Dable in New York. It change a little my tune when he hitched that wagon over there to Daniel Jones. Look mm-hmm. that whole organization, the Giants. They used to get a lot of cachet over the years. Like, oh, one of the premier franchises run by a bunch of buffoons for a decade. <laughs> Good on the rest of the NFC, so, as they come crashing down. But we do, K-Dub, got a big card tomorrow, and it starts at noon. Houston Baylor. If you mm. think of the Ken Palm rankings, it's number one versus number 14. I don't – do we have – did the odds come out yet for tomorrow, the games? Let me see. Um, I don't know. Usually they come out about 24 hours or so before. Let me click on my big odds board. All right, yes, yes. Uh, Houston, favored by two and a half points at FanDuel and three points at points bet, which is about what you thought. Ken Palm had it rated, I think, at three where they win by Houston. I'm a, I was handicapping this game a little bit early Baylor. this morning. I like Baylor in this game. Like, I didn't yeah. care. I, the lines weren't even out this morning. I said Baylor outright. I think they match up well, and it's a good spot for them. And also, I am sort of rooting for Houston to take a couple losses here into Why? the regular season and also the conference tournament because I want a little bit better price. Like, I want Houston to be one of my, you know, shots here. But I would like to take them at a 10-to-1 price. Not like seven or eight to one at that point, and I think a couple mm-hmm. losses might do that. But I do like Baylor tomorrow, right off the bat, noon, noon tip off. Love that. That's a big game. It goes a long way in the Big Twelve regular season race uh, as well, Donnie. If you take a look, mm-hmm. uh, I think the Bears are one, oh, they one back in the loss column or two of the Houston Cougars. I think, I think I, is it Iowa State? Who's back? I think the one game. No, back. well, Houston created oh, uh, just a touch of separation over Iowa State. I think with their win on Monday. Uh, Houston one game up over Iowa State. Iowa State one game up over Kansas, Baylor, and Texas Tech. All right, there you go. So nine yeah. wins for Iowa State, ten wins for Houston, eight, eight, and eight for Kansas, Baylor, and Texas Tech. Okay. So, Houston is is would a win here? I mean, that's close to clinching territory. Yeah, if they beat Baylor, but even a loss, they could potentially survive. Baylor's like seventeen to one, I think it is, to win the Big Twelve regular season. I'm excited about that Big Twelve tournament, though, for sure. That's something I'm looking forward to. And we talk about you really like want next Houston week? to win the title. You really you really want to bet on this team to win the title. I would like to as one of my teams, yes, because I I think that's a money making ticket. Like, I think they're in the final four, which then gives me money. Like, here's what I do. Because when you're trying to take some of these teams, half the goal is, yeah, you're going to take some longer shots, but it's like, oh, man, they could lose round number two. Like, I just think Houston is, like, that good where even when they don't have a good game, they still win in the round of 64, the round of 32. Like, that's why I like them there. Because I think they're maybe the most steady team in the country for me. Right. I mean, look, I think it's very possible that this team – is is there i think what i struggle with donnie is as someone that was on them last year 
They are, to me, definitively worse than they were last season. From a, for, at the minimum, from the high-end talent aspect, Marcus Sasser and Jarace Walker were both first-round picks. There's mm-hmm. no first-round picks on that roster this season. And, and that's just something that I'm really struggling with when I'm lining up this current basketball team and trying to figure out, you know, if I trust them enough to make that push. And, and I don't. Look, we know Gonzaga every year, Donnie. They were one of the, you know, it looked like it was their year. We looked like it was their year. And it never was. And for me, I just, I don't trust that it's going to be Houston's year. I don't. Five games left here for Houston tomorrow against Baylor. Then four games, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, UCF, and Kansas. So Baylor, um, just look at Ken Palm rankings, 14th, Cincinnati 41st. Oklahoma 36th, UCF 73rd, and then Kansas to end the season, which is at home for Houston, trying to avenge that loss from February the 3rd. But we're getting close here at this point. And again, next week is March, and these big boys here rounding into form as we go. But I think that's one of the bigger games tomorrow, a fun one. You just want to talk about you want to get out there and watch a team with some tempo tomorrow? That's Alabama and Kentucky from Rupp Arena. That tips off at 4 o'clock on CBS. You want tempo? You got it in this game. Alabama, flamethrowers from three-point land. Kentucky doesn't shoot a lot of three-point shots, but they make about 40% as a team here. That is going to be a fun game to watch that play out, no doubt about it, tomorrow. Total that one. Let me see where it opens up. Yeah, I think we do. What did it say, 4 o'clock? Let me roll down. 4 o'clock. 178 and a half. And Kentucky a one and a half point favorite. Oh, my gosh. Really, Kentucky only one and a half at home. Mm-hmm. Wow. Do you have an early read on that game? I mean, I actually think I, I like Alabama in that game again, which, again, is always it's hard to win on the road. You see that line set up Alabama in an overtime game against Florida, Kentucky up 15 against LSU blew that game. Like mm-hmm. the writing on the wall is Kentucky. But I just think the matchup is a little bit more favorable here for me from an Alabama side. Like Alabama loves to shoot the three point shot. Kentucky will let you shoot the three. And that usually does you in. But the tempo is going to be fantastic to watch this play out. Neither one of these teams wants to get to the free throw line, and they want to push the basketball. It's one of those things where it's a heck of a win for whoever gets it. Mm -hmm. The vibe coming out of it for the losing team will be like, all right, what what are we really doing here? You know, just how good are we? Especially if you're Kentucky, you know, must win is extreme. I think if we all acknowledge this is an open landscape for the college basketball season, the key then is just be in the tournament, and that is very much where Kentucky will be. They will be in the tournament, so there's not as much to worry about in, in that way. But, I mean, you want to talk about proving that you're as good as everybody says you can be, you got to be able to protect your home floor. You have to. But I think I might agree with you. I, I think Bama could be due for an awesome game because Bama did not play, and I think you know this, time they didn't play great basketball in that victory that they no. put forward against the Florida Gators. Yeah, should have lost that game. Just take a look at some statistics. Like, you know, you have that young talent that you always have with Kentucky. Like, DJ Wagner, midway through the SEC play, is putting up some good games. 14 against Florida, 16 against Missouri, 18 against A&M, 18 against Georgia. Then he misses three games against Florida, Tennessee, and Vanderbilt. Comes back, three points, four points, eight points, no points against LSU. So maybe if he comes on at the end of the season, give him a little bit of a boost at that point. But the problem is, again, I want to bet Kentucky. I really do. Like, I hope Kentucky loses tomorrow. I hope Kentucky loses a few more times and get a better price point. But the problem here, as I said, if I'm looking at Houston where it's like, look, bad game, they're still going to be able to lock in on defense and win these games because they're tough as hell. Like, Kentucky's the type of team that will be on the ropes against, like, a mid-major right off 100%. the bat. And I'm like, man, why did I bet this team? But, but also, year, Kentucky's the type of team going toe-to-toe with a really good oh, team. Like, yeah, this, yeah, they're really good. Yeah, you'll bet them at any seed, right, and have the same level yes. of confidence. But last year, Donnie, if I'm not mistaken, you bet four futures, and three. they were all from I I different— three. three futures? I thought, it, I thought I you took one three. from each region. Oh, was it? I, don't, I forget. I forget. Houston, I know, maybe Texas. Uh, no, you weren't on Houston. You were on Bama. You were yes. on Bama. Was I? And uh, UConn, I for sure. Yeah. <sighs> I think you were on Texas— if I lived in the bracket, um, I, I could probably figure it out, honestly. Who uh, it was? Um, what game was it? Because I, I remember hedging a little bit. Uh, Miami mm-hmm. on that. 
Who did Miami beat on that close on the charge play last year? Miami, I think, to get like to the final Texas, four, right? It must have been te- then. It must have had Texas. Yeah, I think Whoever you did have beat, Texas. I had. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I think you had Texas, but I, I think yes. you took one from each of the, of the regions. And if that's correct, Donnie, assuming it is, like, is that what yeah. you want to do again? Because you keep mentioning Houston and Kentucky. Are you looking for two teams, three teams? Do you know how you want to play? Know. Yet? Yeah, because I, I don't yet. Like, I'm sort of in the mode right now. I'm like, okay, let me circle some teams that are going to be interesting. Because also, it's not so much that. Well, let me just take the team I think is going to win it. Let's just say I bet UConn at five to one. Like even if UConn made it, I wouldn't bet anybody at five to one. It's going to be mm-hmm. in that range where let me get like ten to one to twenty. Maybe that like the max was like probably like a twenty-five to one, thirty to one. Like let me just see if I can turn this into money. I don't know how many teams. It just feels like what I'm going to get that value on, which is why I'm almost like in pessimism mode right now. Like, oh, come on, Kentucky, get beat up tomorrow. Uh, Houston, I hope you go on the road to Waco and get blasted. Like, I need these teams to come back to the field so I'm like, hey, you know what? I got a 14-to-1 price on this team. I got a 16-to-1 price when just a few weeks earlier they were 10-to-1 or less. That's what I'm waiting on. I don't have any favorites yet, but I do have some teams that I'm scoping out actually hoping they don't play well down the stretch, which sounds ludicrous. Yeah, I know. I know what you're saying, though, because if you've already figured out kind of who you want, then, mm-hmm. well, let's just go get a great number, right? Like, that's really mm-hmm. all that, that makes sense there. But it, get, my point is, Donnie, is if you're going to go team per region, which I do believe is what you did last year, then it, it, you're play, like if Houston and Kentucky are in the same region, I doubt you're going to bet both. Yeah, correct. No, you so, can't do that. Yeah, that's gonna make the difference. Well, like if you're only gonna take two, I mean, you could though, Donnie, right? And be like, look, I got these teams both making it to the Elite Eight. I'm gonna mm-hmm. put one of these teams in the Final Four, and then job done. Like you could always play it like that. Yeah, no, you can. But it's it's almost like you want a, you want at least like opposite ends of the spectrum. Like, all right, look, I mean, we meet in the finals. I got both teams. Like that's the way to do it. So it's hard to mm-hmm. say, like, oh, I like three teams or two teams from this division, knowing that one can't actually get there. But then it's up to you when those two teams meet, if they do, to try to make sort of some money to hedge you off. Like, you know what, this team's playing better, or I'll wait in-game, and this team gets a 10-point lead. Now I got a middle in this game. There are ways to get around that and get your money back on those instances. But I haven't thought it all the way through if I exactly wanted to go one team per region or just one side or Maybe just one team to root for. I'm not too sure about that at this point. But there's a couple teams, as I said, constantly looking to see if we can find some value on. And Kentucky right. is one of those teams I like to take here. If they keep losing, give me that like 25, 35, 45 to 1, somewhere mm-hmm. in that range. Those are fun tickets to have. Yeah, I, I, I'm i someone that already has uh, a piece of Bama in terms of SEC teams. But mm-hmm. one thing I'm going to be interested to see, Donnie, is when we get, and it won't be until the bracket is solidified, but over-under wins, you know, for conference or X number of teams from a conference to make it, you know, a certain distance. I think things like that would be really interesting because I really like the SEC as a whole. Big games, including do we have a bounce-back performance up in Storrs, Connecticut, at Gamble Pavilion? The Villanova Wildcats trying to make their way into the tournament. Boy, it would go a long way if they could knock off the Connecticut Huskies. I don't think that's happening. Big day at college basketball. One segment left. Come on back with us. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... 
No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Um. Final segment of the week right here for Moneyline on the Sports Grid Network. What a week it was. And as Kevin said, it was hard, man. Killing time here with no NBA. I mean, there's nothing to talk about. We made it through. We kept it entertaining. And now you got the NBA back in your life, Kevin. So full schedule today, full slate. Awesome weekend of college basketball. Mm -hmm. March is next week, which you know how good that's going to be. March 17th, Selection Sunday. I believe March, what, 9th, I want to say, is Daylight Saving. And away we go with longer days and more fun and big things ahead at the Sports Grid Network, which alludes to in-studio programming coming your way, Kevin, in a couple weeks. Yeah, a lot of good stuff. Um, March Madness will, will uh, up the ante, no doubt. And uh, perhaps DRS and I together uh, making it happen for the people. What, a nice little two-hour in-studio show? Looking forward to it. Maybe Looking one forward hour. to it. A little hour and a half sprinter. up. Maybe yeah, 25 in the minutes, honestly. Hour what, and a half you, back here. You don't need more than 25 minutes, right? Now, if I if I show up and you got like a, a wool cap on and like a triple-fat goose sniffling a little bit, it's going mm. to set it off. It's going to set it off up there for the boys. But mm. we've got some good programming coming up. What are you looking forward to tonight or tomorrow? Like, where, where do you have to be? you got the weekend off this week, don't you? Yes, I do. My goodness. Yes, I do. Oh, my goodness. Where are you going to be? I mean, actually, I'm, I'm doing a little bit of uh, move around this weekend. Oh. Uh, we're, we're, uh, we're shifting some location on some things. So uh, it's a busy weekend. <laughs> what does that mean? Where, i got to move a couch. <clears throat> Oh. I'm not like it's not like a the official move in just yet, but I got to move yeah. the couch. Wow, you know what I mean, couches, so. furniture moving around, fun yeah. all the way through. But college basketball certainly keeping an eye on. I do want to see a couple things play out tonight, which includes the Milwaukee Bucks. Dame Lillard banging away. Give me three threes and twenty five points. We'll call it a night. We'll cash in big tickets, and away we go. College basketball fun. The boys will be back in charge on Monday, recapping an entire weekend. So thank you for the fun that we've had this week. For Danny behind the wheels of steel, Donnie Wright's out and Kevin Walsh. That'll do it for the show. Enjoy your weekend. We'll be back Monday. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.